Welcome back to Slice of Your Life. I am your host, Rach Bedell, and I hope you guys had a great 4th of July weekend. Um, I actually got to sit down, I think it was about a week ago, with someone that you guys may know, unless your head's been under a rock, but she was Big Ten Player of the Year, Lisa Leslie Award winner, ESPNW National Player of the Year, AP Player of the Year, Naismith Award winner, you know, on and on. If you don't know by now, I got to talk to Megan Gustafson. Um, ironically, I am posting this the day after I got to just go to the Wintrust Arena, which is in the south loop of Chicago, and see Dallas Wings take on Chicago Sky. So I actually got to see a little glimpse of Megan in real life right before this goes live. So really good conversation with her just about her you know, journey through this whole entire process, and then some fun little facts that absolutely crack me up that what she's into. Um, You just, she's so tough on the court, and then to know some things that are just so fun and outgoing, it just, it's awesome to get to know her better. So I hope you guys enjoy this conversation with Megan. Hey, how are you? Good, how are you? Good. Good. How's Dallas treating you? It's awesome. I love it here. There's so many things to do, and it's a little hot, though. <laughs> <laughs> Just a little bit. Have you been there when all of the crazy storms have been happening? You know, I've been here for one crazy one, but um, no, I've, but I've heard that there's been a couple while I've been away. Yeah, I keep getting pictures from my family, and I'm like, you guys have had... And then, of course, the next day is like beautiful in 1,000 degrees. Exactly. <laughs> um. Awesome. Well, I to get started, I thought, I mean, a lot of people are going to know who you are, but for those that don't, maybe give them a quick background on you and maybe just this crazy of a spring and summer that you've had. We'll get to the big day of June 12th, um, but um, just kind of a little bit of background on you and everything that you went through um, traveling. Brandy was on already on the podcast so they got to hear about the tour of Megan Gustafson Um, but you can you can touch base on that too if you want sure yeah so um my name is Megan Gustafson I went to the University of Iowa I played on the women's basketball team there for four years I just recently graduated this May um you know it was quite the ride honestly we (laughs) had an amazing run especially my senior year we were big 10 champions we made it all the way to the elite eight um, it was really cool to be a senior leader and a part of that team. Um, and then directly after my season ended, my career ended at Iowa, I got drafted by the Dallas Wings of the WNBA, um, 17th overall pick uh, in the second round. So that was really, really exciting. And, um, you know, it's, it's been a dream of mine to be able to play in the pros for basketball. And, um, you know, that happened. And then, you know, I went to a couple other award shows. I went to the John Wooden Award shows in LA right after the draft. And then I went to St. Louis for another award show. And then, you know, I spent a few weeks in Iowa, you know, getting ready for training camp, trying to finish up all my classes and finals. <laughs> trying to actually finish school. <laughs> Seriously, it was crazy. And I took my finals two weeks early just to get everything figured out. And then I went to training camp for the first three weeks of May. Um, you know, it was really tough, but I learned a ton. And I met some awesome people along the way. And unfortunately, I did get cut um, about 24 hours before final tip. But, um, you know, it was definitely not going to keep me from playing basketball. Yeah, definitely. And to, I mean, you, we touched on Iowa basketball. I know Brandy talked a lot about it too. 
just the family aspect of that team. I just have never, I mean, being on a team and then working with different teams, I've never seen that family aspect before. Do you want to touch on that a little bit? For sure. Yeah. Especially that last year. I mean, we were all like sisters, honestly. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, this team was like our second family and, you know, a lot of us spent a lot of time with each other outside of practice and you know a lot of our girls our girls on that team lived together and so we'd always be over at each other's houses whether it was you know bible studies or movie nights or whatever it was but it was really cool just to have that chemistry and I think that's really what the x factor was that got us so far is because we loved being around each other too Mm -hmm. definitely and you again touched on this which is perfect with your bible studies I know you started um, a faith blog recently is that something that you've always wanted to do or was that something that came kind of out of nowhere? You know, so I've always had a passion for writing. Um, my dad's actually an author and, you know, I think I kind of have that writing gene from him. And so, you know, over the years I've done little writing projects here and there, I've never gotten a chance to share it, but it's been, you know, a few months now since I've wanted to start a blog. And before I got cut from the WBA, my focus for my blog was going to be mainly about me and my basketball journey and about, the travels that I have and everything I experienced. But then after getting cut, you know, that kind of reprioritized my life. And I kind of wanted to think, okay, what's most important to me? And that's my faith in Jesus Christ. And so, um, you know, I kind of revamped my blog and I wanted to really center it around my faith. When did faith start with you? I know like you grew up a Christian, but when did you really take it on for yourself and like have it be through just like you rather than something that you did growing up? Yeah. So yeah, I definitely have been a Christian my whole life. You know, my parents, both of them are strong Christians, but I wouldn't really say I had a a personal relationship with Jesus until college, just because, um, you know, you're coming in for the first time you're on your own and you don't have your parents, you don't have your family to help you out and everything that you need that you're on your own. And that's kind of when I figured out, um, you know, what that means to have a personal relationship. And, um, you know, I've been able to be a part of different organizations through athletes in action um, about one year ago, so last summer, I went on a trip with Athletes in Action to Brazil, and um, you know we played some games down there. But I really grew in my faith and how to share my faith, and um, that was definitely a turning point for me. Did Hannah go on that trip with you? She did. Yes, my teammate did. It was really okay. fun to have her there too. That's awesome. Um, I know I was reading. I loved the um, your one point of like audience of one of just oh. having that too because. How is during the different times, I mean, you you guys obviously had an amazing season, made it to the Elite Eight, but how was that time, you know, maybe going from your junior year and losing or going into the Elite Eight, how have those times really, or even going into getting cut for them, WBA, you know, when you have those failure, not failure moments, but those letdown moments, how mm-hmm. do you lean on Jesus and just your your faith there? Yeah, it's so important to have that faith, you know, through really good times, but also really bad. Um, Because, you know, during those bad times, you're tested and um, you kind of figure out your true character. And um, it's really easy to trust God when when everything's going really well. Um, But you really, it's really hard to when things don't go your way and you you have a plan for your life. And, and, you know, when something gets in your way, you're really confused and you feel like, um, you know, everything's not going right. And that's what it's re- most important to really trust in God's plan. Because at the end of the day, his plan is so much greater than our own. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I just try to trust in that. And, 
you know, thankfully I was able to lean on God, especially during that time when I did get cut and those times, you know, during my college career where maybe things weren't going the best I could or when I dealt with a lot of pressure because boy, did I ever deal with a lot of pressure. (laughs) (laughs) Just a little bit. Um, Awesome. Well, that kind of leads us to, we can talk about June 12th now. For starters, let's talk about your tattoo. Yes. So I've been wanting to get a tattoo for a really long time now. You know, my sister has a couple and um, I thought it'd be really cool just to get one. And I wanted to get one that was centered around my faith. And so on June 12th, I decided to get my favorite Bible verse, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, down my spine with a cross above it. So it was about 5.30 p.m. on June 12th when I got that, and obviously it was kind of painful. Yeah, I was say, how badly did that hurt? Because I have a cup, I have like five small ones, and they've all taken like yeah. 30 seconds. How long <laughs> did that take? It took about an hour, so it was, it hurt, especially the cross, because <laughs> like the shading part. Yes. But yeah. um yeah, it was my first tattoo. It wasn't too horrible. And, you know, it took, you know, that long. And I got home about mm, probably seven o'clock, maybe a little bit earlier. And not even an hour after I got home, I got the call from my agent about Dallas and how they wanted me to come back and be on the team and be back in the WNBA. So that was a really special day, obviously. Um, I started screaming and I was so excited. I ran downstairs to tell my roommate and... Um, you know, it's, it kind of gives my tattoo a whole new meaning, you know, that I just got to trust in his plan and he has, you know, he has it all figured out. Yeah, definitely. You had to fly out the next day. Cause I remember Brandy called me, I was literally on my way home from work and she's like, what are you doing? I'm like driving. So she calls me, she's like, Megan got called back. And I was like, wait, what? I need to explain everything to me. So she's like, she's flying to Dallas tomorrow. I was like, what? That's insane. Yeah. So, you know, I talked to my agent and then. You know, I called some of my close friends and family, Brandy being one of them. (laughs) And then um, I got the call from the director of ops for the team and the president. You know, that was a separate call, too. So, yeah, the director of ops booked me a flight for 6.45 a.m. the very next morning. So I had within a couple of hours to get packed and get, you know, some shut eye before heading out. And it was kind of weird just being at the airport the next morning because nobody knew yet and like the news hadn't bro- broken yeah so I, was, I was a little afraid that like because you know at Iowa like just about everyone recognizes me so I was a little afraid that someone would see me and, and be like, like what are you doing where are you going where are you going that stopped but um they didn't ask about that so I was happy <laughs> you're like I'm not going to Dallas uh I'm just <laughs> going for vacation <laughs> um that's crazy and too it was hilarious because of how Iowa Twitter was obviously so for everyone that doesn't know like Iowa fans come out especially for our women's basketball team and especially for Megan so when Megan got cut the Dallas Wings kind of got attacked on Twitter (laughs) so when they got when they announced it they said something I don't know if it was when they announced that they brought you back on or when you played the first game that they were like welcome back Iowa Iowa Twitter or something like that they did the first I think it was like the first points I scored back yes that was it (laughs) oh my gosh so did you still have your apartment in Dallas or what what were those next couple days even like yeah so during training camp I stayed in a hotel with the other rookies so we didn't have an apartment or anything like that but um, you know, as soon as I got to Dallas, you know, they had someone pick me up and bring me to an apartment. So 
I got a brand new apartment that next morning and um, it was kind of cool. So that night, you know, when I got there, um, Dallas had a game and obviously I just got there that morning or that early afternoon. So I couldn't really suit up. So I just had my street clothes on and I was able to sit on the bench and say hi to everyone. So um, it was actually pretty good timing. That is awesome. How is that team? Cause I know team is huge to you um, as obviously it is in like game basketball, but how has that been kind of getting acclimated since it's only been a couple weeks with all these different players that have been, you know, range of how many years they've been in the league? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really cool, honestly, just to be around these powerful women. I mean, they, you know, are professional basketball players and I'm a professional basketball player. And it's really cool to see, you know, the different stories that each one of them have. You know, some of them are rookies, some of them are you know in their 30s and so just being around all types of women is amazing and um you know I was able to really get to know them during training camp and so coming back it was really fun because you know I missed a bunch of them they missed me and so um it was awesome just to come back and it's I see a lot of similarities between the team that I'm on now and my Iowa team you know my senior year because um the chemistry is really good a lot of the girls are goofy and love to have fun and so Um, that's been really awesome to be around. That's awesome. What is the game? What is y'all's like layout for practicing game wise? Is it a lot different or does it feel pretty similar? Cause you don't have school or anything like that anymore. Right. Yeah. You know, I would say practices now, I mean, training camp practices were really, really long. Um, and so that's a little bit of a different setup, but you know, I'd say practices now are pretty similar to college. I mean, you know, we'd go maybe like an hour and a half, probably two hours, you know, usually on the court. And we, you know, treatment before and film before and after practices. So I'd say it's a pretty similar um, layout. You know, we have weights a couple times a week. Um, you know, mostly our weight training is a lot of like maintenance stuff just because we are in season. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I would definitely say it's it's quite similar to college in that way. This is a random question only, and I just thought of it only because I'm always thinking about food. Do you guys still get fed like training table type of stuff or is it all, all on your own? You know, that's the one thing that is different. We do not get catered food after practices every day. So we do have to go out and get our own food um, (laughs) after home games. And they give us catered food. So that's nice. But, yeah, I do miss training table. (laughs) But but thankfully, Dallas has a lot of restaurants and some really good food here. (laughs) There is. I'll have to send you. I have a long email of all the go-to places. I'll have to send that to you. Yes. Uh, What is your favorite food? I love pancakes. Um, I also love spaghetti. <laughs> spaghetti. Okay. I don't think I knew that. <laughs> Going into a couple other favorite things, um, and you have a blog post about this, but one of your favorite things that I think people know but are always a little bit surprised to find out is your obsession with the color pink. Mm-hmm. So like your whole room in Iowa City was pink, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> um, so where did that come from? Just have you just ever since we were a little – girl loving the color pink or mm-hmm. yeah so um uh, yeah I've always loved the color pink you know it definitely came from my grandmother on my dad's side so um you know we were really me and my sister were really close with her growing up um unfortunately she did pass away in 2010 from Alzheimer's disease um and I think that kind of brought a whole new meaning to the color pink for me just to you know have, have a piece of her with me all the time and so um you know I, I really liked the color pink but then you know after she you know, passed away, I definitely loved it more and more. And, um, you know, it's just, it's nice to have that reminder and to know that she's always with me and always watching over me. 
Yeah, definitely. That's awesome. We did a fun, just a little flashback to like doing the pink game was so funny. We were like, all of us were like, this game is meant for Megan. Yeah. <laughs> Deck out everything so in pink. <laughs> um, another little tidbit that I know you're obsessed with is Bachelor Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. Have you been a fan since season one? Or how old were you even when the first season came out? Right. Um, not sure. I When I first started watching was Chris Soul's season because he well, he was like from Iowa and I was going to Iowa at that time. Like I was mm. like, getting ready to go to college. And I was like, oh, he's from Iowa. I guess I'll watch. And then I just got hooked. Like the drama is so good. And I just like, I'm a romantic at heart. So it's like... <laughs> watching all like the love stories just melts my heart so um that's kind of when I started (laughs) do you have a favorite season Ooh, well okay so Sean and Catherine they were before um I started watching but I went back and I rewatched their season um they're Dallas people yes I know I need to meet them I need to meet them um but I love their family and um let's see I'm trying to think of the ones that are good this season with hannah it's pretty good i really like this season um i like caitlin i like jojo honestly a lot of people a lot of people <laughs> do you get into the like uh what is it called like bachelor in paradise or whatever those things i do yes i do watch those okay um, there's been some pretty good couples out of that one too <laughs> <laughs> didn't we have you name all of the people that you could think of Yes, I would have done better, but I got nervous because I was like on camera and I was like, okay, I gotta like, we gotta nail this. And then I froze. <laughs> it was awesome. I was like, I probably can name like four. So I was impressed. Um, one other thing, last but not least, that yours, some of your favorites are corgis. I love corgis. Mm-hmm. How did that come about? You know, um, the royal family in England, they've oh always gosh. been, I know, they've always been a, like a big favorite of mine. Um, I remember watching uh, Will and Kate's wedding. I got up at like 4 a.m. to watch that back way back when. And I got up for Meghan Markle. I love her. I mean, not only because she has the same name as me, but, um, you know, she's... Do you pick Meghan over Kate? I mean, that's a hard one. I love both. I mean, You don't have to. Oh, you don't, I don't have think to pick I one. Pick. So I, I got up at 4 a.m. for that wedding, too. And I love oh, my gosh. Megan. I know. This is ridiculous. But my true love um, for the Corgis comes from Queen Elizabeth. She's my all-time favorite royal. Um, she owned more than 30 Corgis in her lifetime. And, you know, she had – I mean, there's, like, different specials and, like, magazine covers with her and her Corgis. And, like, I've YouTubed – I've actually YouTubed videos and watched her with her Corgis for, like – hours i know this sounds crazy oh my gosh but like she'll take them with her on her plane to like different events and she'll have like 12 corgis with her running around and like it's just the cutest thing and that's where my love of corgis came from that is insane did you ever have a dog growing up yeah so when i was really little like before when i was born and then when i was born when i was really little we had a wiener dog named barney um and then we had a chocolate lab growing up and so I do love all dogs. I love labs. Um, but yeah, corgis definitely have my heart. Because then two didn't. So one of my good friends, Aaron, has Lennon, the corgi. Yes, I love Lennon. Didn't Lennon come to welcome you guys back from the Elite Eight? Yes, that picture of me holding the corgi like went all over Twitter that day. <laughs> I was like, I think we're, and but I think it was in the newspaper, but they kept calling her Lemon. So oh, Aaron, yeah, in the newspaper, they kept calling her Lemon. Well, I was like, well, Lemon's not that common of a name. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you're 
live in on your own? Do you live by yourself? Yep, yep. So we each get our own uh, one-bedroom apartment. So it's super nice, and I love it. That's awesome. Do you guys, are you guys, like, kind of near each other, or? Um, yes. This is, the, is this the first time you've lived by yourself? Yeah, so this is my first time I've lived by myself. Um, but, yeah, so they have, like, an apartment complex that the team kind of, you know, puts everyone up in. You know, obviously you don't have to go there, but a lot of the, especially the younger ones, are we're all in this really big apartment complex. That's really cool. Yeah. Um, what would you say are your, like, favorite things outside of, obviously, practice and school took up so much of your time in Iowa City, but, yeah. like, random little things other than, like, watching The Bachelor or Corgi videos, would you say are <laughs> your favorite things to do? Yeah. Um, you know, I love to read books. Um, you know, I've done a lot of that. You know, a lot of my favorite authors are, um, you know, Christian writers. You know, one of them, Danny Petrie. She's a really good mm-hmm. author. Um, a lot of like modern, like murder mystery, but also Christian books. I know kind of, that doesn't really mix, but it, trust me, it does. No, totally. Um, What's your favorite murder mystery book? I mean, or so like- Danny, yeah, Danny Petrie, her Alaskan Courage series is really good. Um, let's see, what else? There's some really other, some D. Henderson, she's another good author. Um, you know, I like reading like the, the really classic ones like Narnia and Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, obviously I like to write and so I've been working on my blog every day, but um, there's something about just kind of digging your nose in a book and kind of escaping reality for a little bit. Did you ever get into Harry Potter or any of that stuff? You know, I did not. Not for the books, but I did watch all the movies and I did like them. So maybe I should get into reading those. They're so good. Well, I'm a Harry Potter addict and I'm sitting here and I can literally see all of my seven Harry Potters <laughs> lined up. And I even have a little like B-Ray, our photographer, got me this little like Harry Potter stuffed animal thing that sits next to them. It's like someone would come over and be like, you're a psycho. <laughs> That's funny. Right, coming in handy. Oh, always. He's so clutch. He is. Um, well, one more thing I just have for you is since this show is called Slice Up Your Life and I'm a pizza obsessed, I've actually gotten some really crazy answers from people that I they've all given me tips. What is your favorite slice of pizza? Ooh, okay. So I like pepperoni and sausage, green peppers, um, spinach and pickles. And pickles? I love pickles. I always have. Oh, goodness. It's really good on pizza. <laughs> Are you one of the people that, like, can take one of those massive pickles that, like, what is it, Potbelly has yeah. and eat them? Yep. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. What are, your, <laughs> what are your thoughts on, like, bread and butter pickles? Bread and butter pickles? They're, like, the sweet ones. Oh, I'm not a fan of the sweet ones. I See? like just, like, dill pickles. Yep. Yeah. See, I hate dill pickles, but I'll do the sweet – and um bread and butter ones. I think it's like people like one or the other. Okay. Yeah, definitely dill dill pickle. <laughs> do you do thin crust or like deep do you like like deep dish? Mm, I like both, honestly. But I do like deep dish just because, you know, there's more to it. <laughs> I'm a big foodie. I love food. <laughs> um, there's one thing that Brandy thought was insane I hadn't heard of, but one of the the first person that I interviewed told me about was getting their pizza well done. Have you ever heard of this? Well done. I've gotten my steaks well done. <laughs> exactly. That's my thought. I was like, you can get burgers well done, but yeah, pizza well done. Apparently it's for like thin crust and it gets it like extra bubbly and crispy. No idea. I'm going to have to ask for that next time. 
I know. I now I just I'm glad that you said no because everyone else has thought I was insane because I didn't know what well done pizza was. I've never heard of that. Oh, not at all. Oh, well, what's on plan? You've been traveling all day. What's on plan for the rest of the day? You know, I'm just going to unwind, unpack, and we actually have a game tomorrow. So we've had um, three games now, including tomorrow's game, um, within five days. And so, um, you know, I'm going to try to recover, you know, get some rest and game time tomorrow at 3 p.m. Awesome. Well, we'll be looking for you. I know you're in Chicago July 7th, so I will be there cheering you on. So I can't wait. But thank you so much for taking the time to do this. I really appreciate it, Megan. Oh, no problem. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, of course. Have a great day and good luck tomorrow. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Isn't she just so fun? I think it's hilarious that her favorite color is pink and she loves corgis. I mean, The Bachelor, Bachelorette, I get a lot of people love that. But if you watch her on their court, she's tough as nails. And so it just cracks me up sometimes. Um, but she's just so fun living and hardworking. And I'm just so excited to see how everything goes with her um, and to see her flourish with wings and from then on forward but go for sure check out her blog she's got faith i will link it in the bio for you guys and keep up with her easy way to do that is you can follow i women's basketball on twitter or megan on twitter but we know i women's basketball will be keeping up to date and keeping us in the loop of everything megan guess is in like they always have um for me i'll be honest with you guys this has been a rough um couple of days and in going into this week i went home on the 4th of July um, and had found out that day that my um, uncle passed away. He had had a severe heart attack a couple days prior and had been fighting um, fighting for him to get better um, and we, lo- we lost him on the 4th of July. So I luckily got to be with my immediate family, my parents and sister and got to see both my sisters for at least a little bit of time to spend some time with family and really soak that up. But I will, I got back to Chicago yesterday today and I will be heading back to Iowa um, tomorrow actually when this podcast comes out to be there for um, my aunt and my cousins and all of that for the services this week. So um, if you guys are into prayer, <laughs> I ask that you just Um, pray for my family um my aunt especially and my cousins as they go through this um and my little cousin's kids and all that stuff so you know we're we're all gonna be able to be together which will be good but it's a it's a hard time so um really just reminder to love on those people that you can um it seems cheesy and it's always annoying that it's the hard times that we all come that make your it a hard time has to happen to kind of give you a kick in the butt for that but you know it happens and so you do you got to tell the people that you love that you love them and don't ever miss a moment to do that so go tell someone you love them go give someone a hug you know life's short so live it up but i hope you guys have a great week and that's this first slice of your life <laughs>